An Australia without rugby league is not Australia. Um, rugby league has been a fabric of our society for hundreds of years. It's people's escape, it's people's relaxation, and we need to do everything in order to continue that great uh, tradition of rugby league. It has been those Australians who have worked hard every day. They have their dreams, they have their aspirations. These are the quiet Australians who have won a great victory tonight. Rugby league is like trying to grab the tail of one of those little skinks that every week you think you've got a handle on it, and then it just suddenly, you know, it's off and running, and it's it's a new, it's not even rugby league anymore. It's something new this week. And it sits there twitching and twirling. <laughs> I, I've automatically got a question because I have been watching season one of the Beverly Hillbillies. How good is that? It's who's your favourite, Ellie May or, or Jethro? I've always been a Jethro guy. Jethro, but but Ellie May, her. <laughs> Her ease with which she operates with all the critters, yes, right? The critters. <laughs> and, and of course, she has a potential suitor. And Jed points out that maybe handing her pet skunk to the suitor is not a particularly good move. Um, she doesn't. She's perplexed, right? That's right. What's wrong with him? I, I don't understand. And <laughs> and uh, and then it's the final episode of the first season where the um, the butler driver of the rich little kid who's at primary school with Jethro comes for a visit. <laughs> And this guy is like, oh, I've got to disinfect everything. And he's spraying the disinfecting towards the skunk. And Jed goes, that mightn't be a good idea. <laughs> What's the difference between a skink and a skunk? Well, a lot. A skink is a well, tiny a lizard. A lizard. It's right. a cold-blooded lizard. A skunk lizard. is a mammal. <laughs> right. Um, yes. Boy, where yeah. do we start? They're yeah. like so, a whole different yeah. orders. So they're a whole different They both class. have eyes. But, my, but the skink <laughs> is like, <laughs> is a skink like a salamander that walks or something? No, it's just a lizard. It's a tiny it's a, lizard. It's a oh, lizard. You're a garden lizard. You're a standard garden lizard. Right, yeah. right. But it's big enough for you to grab the tail. Not but really. I didn't think so. They can go from, you know, a couple of inches long to three or four inches long. But you pick it up with your two fingers as a kid. Yeah. yeah, and then suddenly you've got a tail in your hand. I was so jealous of kids living in Sydney because we didn't have skinks in Canberra. <laughs> okay, we didn't yeah. get them. The golden right, we, skink we, we got is lots so common. Yeah, and uh, and spiders. Blue tongue. <laughs> funnel webs. Well, we don't get funnel webs in Canberra, no. Don't you? It's right. too high. Yeah. Blue, right. blue tongue was the big deal. Like blue yeah, tongue. Blue tongue. Yeah. Yeah. They were your pets. Weight. Yeah. It's terrific. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they eat your snails as well. They eat the snails off your lettuce. You want the blue tongue in the veggie garden. You love garden. the blue tongue. Yeah. Great, Beautiful animal. My, my daughter had a pet lizard, and I think she was away at the time, and it was unwell, and. My partner and I were on the round the clock trying to keep the uh, the environment going. And uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, rugby league—it's <laughs> a new beast every week. Speaking and look, of rugby um, there's a whole lot of things that have changed. Uh, the landscape has completely changed, but we're all pretty happy here, except for Pat over there, as I believe your team won, your team won, my team won. Even Hello. Our, even our video guy Nick—I mean, he's sailing high with the Penrith Panthers on top of the table. Top of the table. They won't. Ooh. They won't hold. They're, they're, they're so relaxed. They're showing their tackle in public right now. Oh, they're getting it out. They're, <laughs> they're getting it out and waving it. They're getting their freak flag flying. Out and proud. Forget about, forget about TikTok proud. dancing. This is getting it out on free-to-air TV. Look, I know that we all had our own ways to, I suppose, venture out into rugby league land to really get the, you know, take, get the temperature. You know, put put the, put the finger into the, the the right spot to see if it was hot or cold or what. You know, I know that you went out to the grounds. We'll go to those stories and moment. Yes, yes. <laughs> I went to the Gold Coast to see about this exodus that's happening with AFL, whatever that is, mm. uh, and rugby league, mm. you know. I saw yeah, well, no, no signs, nothing. And, and, and supercars. And supercars. And netball. It was, and tennis. Very quiet. And golf. It's everything. <laughs> yeah. Everything's moved up there. And I, I I think what's happened here is Queensland has Anastasia Palaszczuk, huge rugby league fan, as we've established, She's looked at the Cowboys and gone, oh, they're dud. They've sacked their coach. She's looked yeah. at the Broncos and oh, they should sack their coach. She looked Man at more. the Titans. Yeah. Do they even have a coach? And she's gone, <laughs> rugby league is dead. Yeah. We need to get something else. Let's yeah. get the AFL. Right. And and they're still they're still unhappy. She was pretty quick off the mark with that, wasn't well, yeah. she? Well, they're still yeah. unhappy in Queensland because you may recall a few years ago there was a couple of origin players, Queensland origin players, um, <laughs> the Spoonerist's nightmare, Carmichael Hunt. Yes. And... Um, the rugby, the man that killed rugby, uh, Israel Folau. So yes. one from Minto, one from Auckland, obviously. But they were both Queensland Origin players. They were headhunted by the AFL. They were pulled from Queensland mm. Origin to play AFL. And didn't that Anastasia, go with a K hunt? But Anastasia, they, they have a long memory. She's gone, you take two of our players, we'll take your whole game. Yes, yes. So they've ripped AFL out of Victoria and they've stolen it. Extremely successfully. Now, I mean, and, and it's interesting, if you're in the Gold Coast now, mm. um, uh, has been host of the radio version on FBI. 
Radio 94.5 FM on your Sydney that's FM dial. One, that's the one. As opposed to the Diamantina Media Network when we are here in the Batuta Advocate slash Budgie Smuggler Studios. One of our hosts on the radio show, A.H. Kaylee, used to make the point that she'd never seen a baby pigeon and she'd never seen a Titans fan. You're st- strolling <laughs> Cavill Avenue and yes, yes. You know, the beach Up side. Up and down Beach, yeah, the all, boulevard, yeah. And did there's you a lot of baby pigeons? Did you no. see one Titans jersey? No. Not, not one? Not one, no. I saw a lot of uh, men with tattoos. A lot of men that look bikey chic. Tattoos, <laughs> hair, be- be- beards, you yeah, know. You, you, that's, that's Bachelor in Paradise. You're surely not confusing real world no, with no, what no, Bachelor in Paradise is a whole... Tattoos, yes. No, I'm talking about, you know, sort of on the rough edge of town, you know. <laughs> the main streets of Broadbeach. <laughs> Seriously, a lot of homeless people in Cavill Avenue. Now. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, me it, too. This is one of the impacts of the pandemic, isn't it? I mean, businesses down. I mean, you would have had your pick at the penthouses. I yes, would have thought. yes. And and if, if the Gold Coast is a sample of what's happening in the Sunshine Coast and Brisbane, there's plenty of room for all. There's <laughs> nobody there. So, <laughs> the zombies were coming around the corner. So if the Overlord is looking quarantine, yeah. COVID safe style to package the game up there's yeah. no issue about getting accommodation no issue with accommodation and I, but i assume that in queensland everybody wants well the government palaszczuk wants everything to be a tourist attraction once everything blooms again you can't do that with rugby league players they've got to be isolated correct they've got to be out of the public eye they've got they to be in the bubble in, in the bubble but if you created a bubble in gold coast and allow yeah. them to run rampant yes right then when the bubble opens you yes. could do the tour of here's where yep. bryce cartwright went Crazy, Nuts. you know. Yeah, here's yeah. where the Morris boys danced on the tables, and it, yeah, yeah. again, you could have that sort of theme to it. You could. Bonnie Sampson, who was on the show, how good was it having Bonnie on last week, Dennis? Yeah, remember. thanks, thanks. Just I, I, tremendous. I, I, like a professional. I miss, I miss Stephen a, terribly. A professional host. It's, <laughs> it's such a contrast. Uh, she was very much uh, advocating the uh, rebooting of the Tangaluma Island idea. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, yes. But that just seems to me a, a step too far. I mean, if you're saying there's a lot of infrastructure in the Gold Coast yes, unoccupied, yes, yes, yes. let's go for it. Go for it. Look, and there's, I tell you what is on hire is electric, little electric toy vehicles, little push bikes and sure. trolleys and scooters and, you know, whatever. Put the footy players on that up and down, up and down, up yeah. and down. You know. as, as a tourist attraction, as, like a, tourist as, attraction, as a parade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here yeah. they, <laughs> they come. Well, here they come. The bubble. Oh, full colour, you know. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, there's a post-career employment opportunity. I mean, I think we've all gone past the um, institution of metre maids. It's no longer appropriate. No. But there's nothing wrong but with They've the got concept. the nostalgia picture of the metre maids. Sure, oh, sure. Like we have nostalgia pictures of Sydney so when they've been out <laughs> no, no, there'll be someone wanting to tear those photos down right now, <laughs> yeah. and the statues. So you could have the FOTS, the, the former, uh, the FTS, the former Titans greats, the FTS, the yeah. FTS, just getting up and down on their on their Perfect. Zimmer frames and scooters. Are they former greats? Well, that's the gag. <laughs> but they get in there and they're putting coins in people's meters. Yeah. Well, they've got their they've got their little credit card. And they're just swiping the meter. Go ding. It's a life free There's parking. so much money up there. You can tell. Not now, but there was. Yeah, yeah a lot of, of, it's all super. That's why it's Seabus Super Stadium. Everything up there is superannuation. Right. So all the superannuation. You've got money in super. It's all invested on the gold now, coast. For the life, I can't think. Why aren't they successful? Well, it would horrify you if you actually did put together. A Gold Coast Chargers, Giants, Seagulls, yes. Titans Hall of Fame. <laughs> the quality and calibre of the players who have played there would shock me. Yeah, and collectively yeah. non-performed. You know, <laughs> you got your Wally Lewis's, so you got your Scotty Prince's. Is that what you're saying? It just, yeah, it's just something not the right. Falcon. Oh, of course. You talking about it's, it's the original Falcon? That's where it was the Chargers. But it's the isn't oh, the, that was no, he was a crusher. Isn't he was it the most crusher? It, it's yeah, the mirage, the shimmer right. that is that is resort lifestyle. Like the buildings have names like Shangri La and and you know, you know Brazil and you know Miami and Florida and all this. So, so you're sort of lost in this whole sort of illusion. So as, perhaps, as a kitty, we used to go there for a holiday, and I used to love walking up and down the beach and admire what I thought were these Leviathan buildings, yes. like 10, the Esplanade, the Focus, the yeah. Oluca. Yeah. Now they're the, they're the, 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 the runs of, they're the, runs of the litter. Stories. Yeah. stories. Yeah. But I don't know. Am, am I the only person who thinks there might be a bit of a lack of soul on the Gold Coast? Is that an outrageous concept? Soul. I think that'll. Soul. I think we'll be moving to Pat in segment three or four <laughs> to discuss soul, yeah. things that need yeah. to be dispensed with. And maybe that's one of the old cliches. <laughs> that here we can retire that one. Now let's talk about Brisbane then. Brisbane. Hey. There was a, a wonderful caller to uh, ABC Grandstand on the weekend who suggested w- with the Warriors that the Warriors have been offered they can move somewhere else. They don't have to stay on the Central Coast. They can move up to Queensland. They yeah. can't go to New Zealand. But they just want to move somewhere. And <laughs> caller called up from somewhere in the country with the driest country accent and said, why don't they move to Red Hill? You know, you've got Lang Park. They could play there. Yeah. And the Broncos have a, this great training centre, which they're obviously not using. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dry. <laughs> yeah. Now they played your mob. 
And I was there, Stephen. You were there. I was there. I, I want to know. Um, the walk-up experience was the hot dog uh, dude that's been there for 2,800 years there. Was the larded with the <laughs> Was he dogs. there to start off the experience? Welcome. Come on, Chris. Would you like a hot dog with onion? Hot doggy. Here's your hot doggy. Now, here's the thing, Stephen. I was, again, the beneficiary, and I mean, I feel somewhat reluctant. The largest, yes. Yeah, mm. of, of a, an experience that had me in the Latcham Robinson stand. Oh, yeah. That included a car park. And it was on oh, it was Mary on, Street? It was, no, it was on the Glover Street. Oh, Glover Street. Yep, yep, yep. Nobody is supposed to drive to Leichhardt. Right. It's just not right. No, no, I, I no. Do, never do. But no. I just had this opportunity. Strange times. And, and I knew that the crowd would be modest, and it was. Yes. And the gates didn't open until 6.30. So we uh, the, the, we were part of the huddle mass waiting to get in. Yeah. Which is, of course, so, so, really so. good for COVID safe that you've got 2,000 people turning up and you have them all turn up at the same time so that they huddle rather yeah. than yeah, saying, yeah, we're yeah, opening yeah. the gates real early really so you early. can stretch so, it out. We had, we huddled at, at, what's it called again? Western Bank, Suburbs Bank, West, Stadium. Western, Western Sydney Stadium. So you, you Cadillac, you're cruising up in your Cadillac, you stretch, yes. right? Disco lights going in the back. You know, something <laughs> boom, 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 Hayden Jones, right? Bit, bit of techno, which will come up when we talk about Brisbane. And... and and, and we alight and we can't get in, so we're, it's the anticipation. And, of course, there was a misty rain and yeah. we sort of walk onto the Leichhardt Hill. Oh, man. And they call it the eighth wonder of the world and I don't think that does it justice. Oh, no. And well, they've, e- they've even built a little new uh, cement staircase, staircase yeah. so you can get down the hill safely. <sighs> and it was a beautiful but somewhat um, alien experience. So you've got the Morton Bays at the back there. Yes. You, you've got the bats probably flying over the top from yes. the north to the south. Uh, you've got this beautiful mist. Yes. Uh, the, the, the harbour's right near you. Yeah, twi- uh, lights twinkling. What would Banjo Patterson say? Um, Something... <laughs> Poetic. <laughs> I got there, was, there, <laughs> there was rumour at the station that the word had got around that Benji Marshall was back in the starting yeah. 17. Jeez, he's diplomatic, isn't oh, that's he? That's Henry Lawson, isn't it? <laughs> that's Henry Lawson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently they didn't like each other. What about Walsing other. Matilda? Is that Benjo think- Patterson? Yes. There you go. So he did not the tune, but the lyrics. Yes. Lyrics, yeah. <laughs> who's, who's that jolly bronco you've got stuffed in your double bag? Because we stuff those broncos. Oh, no. Anyway, we, we went up to the... Um, the corporate area and there was a restriction on space so there are only three people per space now I, uh, Dennis was doing his usual stellar work for ABC Technical and glad right. to say hello cabling still when you yeah. got there yeah. and by barely him, could get a hot dog right? and sweating yeah. and stress yeah, yeah. 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 And, and trying to get food off us on the scrounge always he got the scones at half time wow and, and do you sneak in? I spoke to the caterer as well. I spoke yeah. to the guy who does the catering. Well, if anybody's on the inside, paid him a compliment. Mm-hmm. And he stepped into our precinct. So we had four in the box, and they, and they were apoplectic because yeah. the police were working the, yeah, the, 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 the rooms, the rooms, the space, you know, yeah, trying yeah. to make sure that everyone yeah. was social Plod. distancing. Plod had his little yeah. whacker in his hand, right? <laughs> but what it meant was, <laughs> with the exception of me and Dennis, everyone up there was a celebrity, right? So I went wow. to walk. I was yeah. introduced to Luke Lewis. I saw my mate Dean Hallitower, yeah, 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 yeah. Joey Johns, yeah. and at halftime, I saw a man, a shell of a man, yeah. empty, yeah. bereft of ideas. Oh, dear. Uh, uh, lost, yes. lonely. Yeah, how far down? And allegedly on Valium. Yeah, on sp- Suicide Watch. Yes, and yeah, I speak, of course. Bomber uh, jacket, a Harvard bomber jacket. And he had a mustard jacket on. I speak, of course, of Anthony Seabold, who now, was coming lo- back from halftime. It's a long way from Harvard to Leichhardt, isn't it? <laughs> That's, in fact, he stopped me and he said, Conan, he said, <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, Jesus, a long way from Harvard. Harvard yeah, yeah. They just don't listen to me anymore. By the way, I've been to Harvard. <laughs> of course you have. <laughs> Weekend course, barbecue. No, wedding. 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 Oh, wedding. wedding. <laughs> yeah, parents were so proud. Finally made it to Harvard. It was there for two hours. Yes. Now, apparently, uh, from some quarters, uh, particularly the, what do they call again? The galloping, uh, the Broncos? Thoroughbreds. Thoroughbreds. They're up in arms, right? There are the thoroughbreds. I'm assuming you've committed money, including the guy who's the, the highest holder, uh, which from memory, not knowing, Phil Murphy. Phil Murphy, 22% he 20 holds. 22%. Yeah. He says he's accepting mediocrity. You don't do that at Harvard. You know what he did say? What did he say? So he was talking about what's happening in the joint right now. Yeah. And because and, there's a board meeting going on as we put this Record, podcast yep. together. And he had this to say. <laughs> the whole team and those around it yeah. are impotent. Impotent. Right. There's no there leadership. There are pills for that. <laughs> That's right. Trust surgery. Me. I believe. Trust me. Surgery. I know. Um, <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, there's no leadership and direction. Oh, thanks, Chris. There's no like... leadership and erection. We're talking about direction. <laughs> oh, direction. Sorry. But you're talking. Yep. You boys. It's like they're all on Valium. So what? How good Valium? <laughs> but if you mix Valium with Viagra, what happens? 
<laughs> you have a great time, but, <laughs> but, you, don't happening. but you don't remember it. <laughs> Everybody else does. That's right. And, and this is where, and they talk about, I think you mentioned about the problem of the Broncos playbook. That yes. what, what's the quote? That everybody's not on the same page. Well, look, if I could, if I could go into this. Yes. He's got a lot of stories, a lot of theories. He says, uh, I love what the Broncos represent. I think it's a mental issue at the moment. They all like a deer in the headlights. Okay, so there's a couple of phrases. Yeah, yeah. mental issue, deer in the headlights. So that one is fear generally. Like, what is that light coming at me? And that's, mm. anyway, mental issue. So they're all, like, they're all like a deer in the headlights. I'll tell you what it was. It was Luciano Lua. They're standing on the highway, the last highway. So they are one team? It's not like they're a... A, a bunch of deer. What's yeah, they move like one of those cartoon things. They move in a pack. Yeah. Go, oh, oh yeah. there's headlights. Mob of deer. <laughs> and it says here, he says, if the leaders aren't putting their heart and soul into it, nobody can expect the babies of the team to do the same. They are lost. They are lost, but they're still moving in a pack and still staring at the headlights. And it's a good point because... No heart, no soul. Because I've read Paul Gallen's autobiography. Yes. And it's, <laughs> which is all about. I haven't, and it's called that. Heart and Soul. Like... Had it been just heart or yeah. soul, he wouldn't have had the career he had. No, no. Got to no. have both. Got to have both. Then he goes on to say, uh, this is intriguing. He says, nobody is on the same page. Uh, you go, <laughs> it's like their storybook is a million pages and nobody knows which one to open next. It's like a choose your own adventure book where you can never get to the end. <laughs> I think no wonder they're not on the same page. It's a good income opportunity, though, isn't it? Like, um, watch you, watch, the storybook. No, spend an afternoon with Tavita Pangai Jr. Yeah. Choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure. Yeah. Could, I mean, they need some revenue. Yeah. Get some page, 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 pages. A million pages, a lot of pages. Uh, 454, you know. But this is, this, is, this wow. is the trouble. I mean, uh, no uh, more venerated an academic institution than Stanford University recently came out with a research paper yeah. who shows there's statistically no correlation between Harvard University and rugby league. Or success. Right, and Seabold. Has fallen into the Deep trap in of that thinking that pit. there is a correlation, yeah, yeah, yeah. and 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 the team is suffering. I mean, you talk about a a, a page book or a storybook of a million pages. He was described by the Courier Mail, which mm. I imagine you probably subscribed to when you were. No, in the when Gold I was Coast. up there every morning for breakfast, yeah. they were they were what they call it? <laughs> taking flesh off their backs, you know, excoriating them, <laughs> hair shirting them, rotting in fifteenth <laughs> position or whatever they are, you know. <laughs> and so um, uh, the Courier Mail had a cutout when Seabold got the gig. He used yeah. to coach Pat's team, the uh, hapless South Sydney Rabbitohs, yeah. and they said, "Put this on your fridge. This man will win us a premiership." Yeah. Out went Wayne Bennett's old school style of man management. Yeah, I yeah. don't like that term anymore. It's got to be person but management. Chris, rugby league, right? Yes. Simple game. Well, not according to Seabold. No, I know that, but not according to Brian Smith. Because he's got a million-page book. Or even Des Hazard, the mad scientist. Well, they mean, did complicate it at times, didn't they? Well, you talked about Smith. He was the whiteboard expert. And, and he they learned the hard way. Constantly texting people. He was in the paper this week, and he's driving an Uber now. Very okay. happy to talk about the old days. Harvard Uber, Uber drivers that's, everywhere, Chris. That's right. Seabold is described as the thinking man's coach who made his team play techno in gyms to get the blood flowing. The thinking man's coach. Used drone footage and, get this, talked about tactical periodisation. I, 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 I don't even know how to say that. Those last two words, say it again. Tactical periodisation. Well, we used to go to the periodical table, didn't we? With all the oh, you think it's chemistry, alchemy. Yes. Perhaps it's some sort of alchemy. He's no. trying to work some magic, but it's just not happening yet. <laughs> and it, is, it, is, it comes back, it's a simple game. And, and when yeah, you're yeah, yeah. when you're 20 minutes in, you're yeah, under yeah. fatigue and yeah. your, your blood's up and yeah, you're yeah. on that arousal curve, yeah. the last thing you want to do is think about... Ta- you just want to play what's in front of you. Because essentially, Dennis, I ask you, I don't follow soccer, but when the big games come, like all those Johnny come ladies, I jump aboard and I'll follow that you know, World Cup. You know what they've got to do. There's only an offside if the last person has mm. breached that thing. But essentially, you just muck around and get in the, in the, in the, in the yeah. holding pin. There's a coach right there. That's it. I mean, the, the, Matildas was, are, the Matildas are looking for a new coach. They, uh, Put in an application. Well, there's, aren't there many opportunities in rugby league right now? Oh, yeah, they're opening up all the time. It's, it's terrendous job security. Are we going to talk about that now? Well, can I just I just want to finish on Seabold, yeah. if, I, if I may. First yeah. of all, can you explain what tactical periodisation is for us, Dennis? Um, well, I haven't been to Harvard, so I may well get this wrong, but periodisation is the idea that you break it up into periods. You've got your first 20 minutes, then you've got your second 20 yes, minutes, yes. and it's when tactics apply to different parts. Obviously, the, the classic storm periodisation, five minutes before half-time, five minutes after half-time, yes. you hold a steady, 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 you score in those two zones, you you're going to win the game. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that, and it used I think to be that's Brisbane would hold about. the last five, five minutes. Right. Yes. And they'd score in the last yep. five minutes and win the game. Yep. Yep. A little bit later, we're going to talk to producer Pat about expressions that should be retired from rugby league. And yeah. I would have thought the crucial five minutes before half time would be a candidate for that. Yes, yes. I would have thought maybe period, tactical yeah. periodisation needs to be immediately and when, retired. When, and when the team's losing, Gus would go, now they need to score now. 
Oh, oh no way! Surely not. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of concern about cameras in the dressing room, as in you know the broadcasters' cameras. Because mm. let's face it, we all understand that the dressing room is a sacred, sacred space. Thank you. <laughs> but the Tigers had them beaming images into the lounge rooms on Friday, which I was able to enjoy. Is, is there anything better mm? than being live at a game? I've never been experienced a game where the Tigers were not challenged at all from uh, minute one to minute 80. So this was a novel experience for you. Very novel. Yeah. 48 zip. Yeah. And then you get home and watch the replay. Ah, oh, oh, does it get any better? It's just... <laughs> and it's on a Friday. You so know the result, right? Yeah, and, yeah exactly. <laughs> one of the guys is weird. goes, really? You go home and do that? And I said, of course. What else would what you, else do? you do? And Especially <laughs> when, when you know the results. Not, like I, I, I watched, I watched yeah. the Raiders-Roosters game yeah. on Thursday night when I got home. I watched it again when I got up on Friday yeah. morning. I watched yeah. it again Saturday. Like, and, and there are probably people watching this going, the collective intelligence of this mob just went like... <laughs> and and if, it's a th- if it's a Thursday or Friday, your whole weekend is set up. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. It's just great. You're just walking on, on clouds. So, so there was footage of the Broncos. This is the the modern person management that Seabold's employing. Each Bronco had to stand up and say something about what they were going to do, right? You could hear this? No, but I could lip read. I lip read, of course. Every single Bronco got up and said, I am Spartacus. And then at the end of the game, there was a very distressing image, which I think was product placement, of uh, um, Xavier Coates who'd got his Uber Eats opening his grilled hamburger <laughs> yeah. now, and all the other guys ordering them on their mobile phones, all disconnected, yeah. yet somehow Let's weirdly connected. unpack that a little bit because I am Spartacus, of course, Kirk Douglas, uh, accused uh, of something which would have led to a severe punishment, probably death at the, at the hands of the Romans, I imagine. Hmm. Uh, these players are all on the chopping block, the firing line, whatever you want to call it. So by one of them saying, I am Spartacus, then all saying, I am Spartacus, means they can't go down as one individual. They go down as a group completely. Not a bad trick, though, Chris. It's pretty clever, clever, though. Imagine imagine if just one of them, if just one of them had stood up and said, boys, tomorrow's game day. (laughs) (laughs) Mount Kilimanjaro. (laughs) Jesus Christ. The Tigers would have been shot. (laughs) Can you take that? Is it copyright only for the Roosters? It was such a great move by the players. (laughs) Can can we put some music to that? I think we need to. It's such a good move because they went around every Broncos player and then they get to uh, coach and Seabold's about to get out and go, I am Spartacus. The boys go, let's go, boys. And and, and, and at the end of the day, this ultimatum that Seabold has or hasn't been given about win five of the next ten, I mean, good luck. Yeah. Uh, Kronk, I mean, he kind of puts an underline on this. He says, to do that is accepting mediocrity. If yeah. there's one thing we know Cooper never did yeah, was accept mediocrity. mediocrity no. but he was Superman. He was. But Had a bizar- cape underneath. But bizarrely, he went on to support um, much criticised uh, importer from the Storms half, Brody Croft, who he said has been strangled in the snake pit that is the Broncos. Yeah, depending on what sort of snake yeah. it is, right, Dennis? You know snakes. <laughs> well, I don't. It's got to be a python. There, there was a bit of a snake. A bit of snake appeared in the... Uh, Penrith game. <laughs> that, 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 yeah. but is that right? I, I can just see the, the documentary of the beleaguered season 2020 for the Broncos, the Brisbane Broncos, Snakes on Valium. Yes. <laughs> Not on a plane. Or could they be on a plane? It's a sequel. Snakes it's on Valium. Sequel. With Samuel L. Jackson yeah. playing Anthony Seabold. Yeah, <laughs> no, way too animated. No. I've got to say, there's a lot of coach movement. Do you want to talk about that now? Because I want to talk about the Walker Brothers. Well, the Walker Brothers, absolutely. And Queensland, Ben Eichen, <coughs> earmarked for CEO, is that right? Or Broncos. Broncos. Uh, and wishing them well, the Walker Brothers, of course, the Queenslanders going to potentially the Warriors in New Zealand. Ipswich Jets. Ipswich. The boys from Ipswich. Ipswich, which is yes. you know, such a, like the, the Walters boys. Yes. Uh, the Elfie Langer from yeah. Ipswich. Ipswich now, they've is got a, these... And, and uh, what's her name? Please explain. Pauline Hanson. Pauline that's, that's what you get from Ipswich. Well, she's a revolutionary. Absolutely. Well, Kevy's a revolutionary. Kevy is too. And and an artist and a poet. All Queenslanders. They are. They are. Sensitive <laughs> types and revolutionaries. So apparently these Walker brothers have got a revolutionary methods uh, in their tactics and they've worked at junior levels and they could well work uh, with confidence. They've got a, a plan, a game plan. Chris, can you just detail that, please? I have a crack. Yeah. It's, it's basically um, it's, it's built around a concept that is actually, I think, as we hopefully move through the pandemic, we'll get into sharper focus again, and that's climate change. And one of the things about climate change, even if you don't accept it, you yeah. have to accept that the natural resources of the world are finite. Yes. Correct? Including the houses at Womberall. Correct. So the Walker Brothers have applied that finite natural resources <laughs> Sorry, issue Dennis. to <laughs> energy funny. and the yeah. energy of the rugby league player. And they yeah. said the energy, there's not an endless reservoir of energy for the rugby league player. Ronnie Gibbs might be an exception there. Yeah. Uh, and so therefore your job as a team 
is to deplete the natural resources of the opposition oh, the team. Wow. So therefore, what they do is to say the best way to get gas out of the tank yeah. is make the opposition play defense. Right. So this is it's almost it's almost the opposite of rope a dope. Rope a dope yes. is where Muhammad yeah, Ali says, yeah. "What are you going to do? It. I'm going to dance. I'm going to dance." I'm gonna, then he just stands mm. against the ropes, lets the ropes absorb it, just takes it. No, takes so it's the not punches. the opposite. Isn't that what he's suggesting? No, he's suggesting that they are going to oh, dance. Attacking. Oh, yes, they yeah. are going to dance. Defending, yeah. That's all they do. They don't defend. Just dance. They just dance. They just dance. So, so they will keep things off. So they play keeping Nijinsky. off. So <laughs> if the other team doesn't have ball, they can't score points. Yeah. Don't let them have the ball. Starve them of possession. It's a rugby oxygen gas. Yeah. Wow. The energy. Energy. Yeah, ticker. Yeah, that's science. <laughs> and so, it's periodization. So, so, <laughs> so, as part of their research project, Stanford came up that the average set of six, yeah. and I guess they have to now do set of seven, and then if it's a set restart, oh my God, 12. set of eight. Well, potentially um, more, because but, as we know, that the set of seven. If there's a set restart within that, add another six. It goes back to seven. Right. No, it goes another seven. Another seven. It goes back oh, to yeah, zero. Fourteen. Yeah, yeah. It goes back to wow. zero. Wow, imagine that. And that could happen again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like those, those mirrors that yeah. go on forever. We're getting back to pre-66. Unlimited tackles. That's Correct. kind of what the Walker it's Brothers trying to do. It's de-evolution. It's the theory of de-evolution. De yeah. um, Diva, revolutionaries. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Jocko Homo. Um, and so the average set of six goes through about 56 seconds, right? Mm -hmm. The Walker Brothers. <laughs> Is that right? The, the, the Walker Brothers. Well, by my calculations, yeah. yeah. The Walker Brothers are interested in the average set of six in possession going a minute 10, a minute 20. Yeah. In other words, another 20 seconds where the opposition has to play defence. So they just shift the ball from side to side. Just keep using up gas. They look for short kickoffs to yeah. try and get possession. They look yeah. for short dropouts to try and get possession. Wow. And this has revolutionised yeah. the Queensland State Cup. So The Interest Super Cup. If it was possible, if you really wanted to get someone like that, you'd go for like uh, Mao, Chairman Mao. Yes. He was a revolutionary. Yes. Loved his rugby league. Shake it's, it's, it's a lot like that. Take him on the long walk. Yes. Just with Gandhi. the ball. Gandhi. Keep the ball. Yeah. The long walk. Okay. Hold the ball. Lennon and or Trotsky. Yeah, which Lennon? Yeah. Both. Both. <laughs> Lennon McCartney or Lennon Trotsky. Which, I, which... I, I, I've never really definitively worked out when... David Bowie on Life of Mars refers to Lennon, which one he's talking about. Which one is he talking yeah. about? Let's look at the script when we go yeah. off air. <laughs> but, but, you know, this, this idea of bringing the Walker brothers in to run the Warriors. It's, yeah. It is. It's, it's Gandhi, long walk, didn't yes. it? Uh, yes. Mao had one. The yes. Walker brothers, yeah. long the walk. The Walker brothers. It's all about the long <laughs> so walk. So as soon as it gets there, they've got to walk around the North <laughs> Island, right? <laughs> the, long, the long walk. The long and walk. And deep think about shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you, if they can get the Warriors a premiership, they will be in the annals of history. Man, right? man. Right, and and what was interesting about Ike? And, and, and I'd renew my membership. I got a membership this year. I'd renew it yep. for sure. <laughs> Double membership. Wow. There you go. Who are you, Andrew Moss? <laughs> and all the best, Bossy, recovering from eye surgery. He's been tweeting for our show. It's great. He's getting him green. The, the <laughs> Ben Iken went on three sixty and talked about this and said the great thing about the Walker brothers is they walked into the meeting with the Warriors management walk. online. There you go. Yeah. Walk online. Moonwalk. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're they're showmen. They're showmen. Exactly. And said, this is what we'll do with your roster, right, rather than his... Your roster's no good. Yeah. And, and so that's, that seems revolutionary talk. And I can seem to be of great praise of it. And here's the dilemma. The Walkers are going in and being positive about the Warriors have, yet when Icon in the frame for the Broncos CEO... Here's what he says about their current list management. Disgusting! <laughs> Listen to yourself, Ben. You're going down yes, the, wrong, wrong, the wrong route. We're back in just a moment. Fire up. Quite Australian. Get a knock on the door. A girl just sticks her head in. She says, um, uh, someone's just rang and said last night that they've got a phone call saying fire up. Oh, the famous oh. fire up. Ready. And we're off. Welcome back to fire up. Uh, Chris Gale, Dennis Carnahan, myself, Stephen Ferris. All winners this week. Winners uh Pat over there, producer Pat, nearly got there, not quite. We'll talk about that later. Accustomed to it, though. Yes, uh, but I did take great delight sitting in my Gold Coast studio suite. Penthouse suite. Penthouse suite on the weekend, uh, watching the Roosters be done on, over by the Raiders. Glorious sight, glorious sight. Wasn't, wasn't it just beautiful? <laughs> there, was so, there was so much poetry in there. There was. The bear was poked. And this the bear was The, the was great poked. Uh, Ricky yeah. Stewart quote afterwards, yeah. when did you know they are going to win? Yeah. When they when Angus Crichton, the nine and a half fingered fool, elbowed Papa in yeah. the nose yes. 
they poked the bear. He said, I knew we were going to win from Classic that point. Classic boxing move, that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought he was just trying to get up to play the ball. No, no nonsense. You no, know he nonsense. wasn't. And then, glass, come on, that's not Crichton's go, is it? Oh, yeah, 100% it is. He's, <laughs> he's, and it, is it, must, it must break South's Hearts fans to see how his form has plummeted. No, no, it's interesting you should say that because Crichton is out with a MCL uncertain um, period of time out. But I would argue he has really... He? W- yes, he's worked his way into but this. But he played. He occurred, the injury occurred during the game, Dennis. Right. It does happen. Right. Okay. Uh, he wasn't focusing on that. I, I would argue in a very serious moment of football analysis, which we don't do in the show, that he was working into his season and he's worked very nicely this year and he was much better than last year. Yeah, yeah I, I, would, I would agree with that. Yeah. He was better at the Rabbitohs. I would say, though, that um, perhaps they'd come off the boil, the, the, um, the Roosters. No, 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 no. The Chooks were, no, no, no. were not a... No, don't seriously. Discount, don't discount the I'm not the discounting effort, what, what the poking the bear does. You, you don't know what goes <laughs> underneath what that badge. <laughs> underneath that badge. Which is what it's all about. What, with, ang- with the, the angry ant as your coach? Oh, the angry ant had them all fired. They, they were fired up. I get that. He, I, was it? Was Ricky playing the siege mentality? You yeah. bet he was. <laughs> Absolutely loving it. And how good was it? It was. It was. And seeing um, Tupanua with the top knot, he, he's, he likes to come onto the field and inject energy. And when uh, Crichton went the elbow yeah. on Papa. Yeah. Troopanu is one of the first ones in. He's got Joe Tarpana in a headlock and he's bang rough. Look, the classic, classic outsider's desk. And threw him. Yeah. And Troopanu was on the ground yeah. going, What hit me? Yeah. And actually ran away from the fight. It was beautiful. It doesn't get any better, though, when you've got the entitled. Eastern oh, Suburbs team yes. with the Mount Kilimanjaro spirit running through them. Yes. And then you've got what I consider... Canberrans Ken have always been outsiders. Oh, very They'll much. together. They're, yeah. an odd, they're an odd bird, aren't they? Oh, very. They're, they're, no one's from Canberra. They're always from somewhere else. Uh, <coughs> As I said, no one's from Canberra. Well, there's Canberra. two Canberras, aren't there? They're the locals and then there's the fly-in and there's outs. There's the blow-ins. The blow-ins. Well, the politicians come serve, and go. Yeah, they serve two. Ever been to the airport in Canberra on the weekend? Sunday uh, night, all the planes coming in? Yeah. Fire well, all going out? Yeah. It is. My, my brother who works down there, he says the perfect, the perfect life would be work in Canberra, no traffic. You just, you know, if, if you're doing the speed limit, it's a traffic jam. You live within five, ten minutes of where you work. Yeah. There's good restaurants during the week, great places to have lunch, great places to have dinner. Weekend, head out of town. Head out of town. That's I was, what the politicians Stephen, said. Stephen, South Coast. Stephen. Kangaroo Valley. Yep. I was there. At the game? Yeah. And where was that played? It was at the Sydney Crew Ground, the old girl. And the how many people? Girl. About 3,347, if I remember. Is the fan in the stand still there, or are they gone now? They no fan them, in the stand. They never had them there, because it was the, the fan in the stand was only at the uh, the three the bubbles. Fit it. Yeah. Oh, the bubbles, yeah. yeah I yeah. think everyone's had their cutouts sent to them now by Express Mail. Oh, so okay, it's, you right. know, it's in the I pool room. I have got mine. Yeah, well, you should have, and I'd be inquiring. Mm-hmm. That's $22 you've wasted. Um, <laughs> no, they probably sent it to Peter Beattie. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and Wayne Pierce has got one. <laughs> Gal, goes, what the hell Gal's is this? got one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, I mean, Dennis will no doubt want to make a couple of observations, but I'd like to make this observation. Going into the game, uh, the boon forward for uh, the Sydney Roosters, as they're formerly known, Lindsay Collins was a smoky for origin. He no longer is a smoky for origin based on his performance. What happens when you're no longer a smoky? What what, yeah. what are you now? A burnt ember? A cold? Cold? Ash? Exposed? Can I just uh, pick exposed up on that? Exposed by Papa? Is that what it is? Or is it, he was exposed by Dynamis Louie. And that's the thing. Dynamis Louie was, was exposed, exposed like that Penrith people. player. He was more exposed <laughs> during the weekend. Penrith yeah. player. What was his name? Yeah. Ben? Billy Burns. Billy Burns. Billy Burns. Billy, Billy Burns. Originally, eastern suburbs, surely, not Sydney. Yes. They, 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 they pissed a lot of people off when there was that big hunt for territory. Do you remember that? What? The mid-90s battle for the, yeah, yeah, the, the name yeah, Sydney. Do you remember, the, yeah, yeah, you remember yeah. the protagonists? You had it. Sydney Tigers. Sydney yes. Bulldogs. Sydney Bulldogs. And? Sydney Roosters. No, Sydney City Roosters. Sydney City Roosters, oh, that's right. By that's Sydney right. City Ford, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and out of that, somehow they got the rights to the name Sydney. Yeah. And, there's nothing, and I keep mentioning this, there's nothing that upsets Roosters fans more than when you sit there, as I did, and go, come on, Sydney. But that's their name, isn't it? They all go, Easts. I don't get it. Yes, they reclaimed their 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 original oh, status. They got what they, they wanted. Yeah. They got what they wanted. The Sydney and Roosters. Then they discarded. Deal with it. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. It's, a, it's confusing, though, isn't it's it? It's very confusing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, look, I was jumping up and down. I was loving the game. I thought it was fantastic. And when that hit came, and then then Papali, I thought he waddled through. But you had a different take on this, Dennis. No, he, what's, hap- <laughs> what's happened is the the entire team, the entire Roosters, the entire Sydney Roosters team were yeah. looking at Jackie Boy White because he was so destructive on the left. All right. they had eyes for was. Jackie Boy, six to go, no last, yeah, Whiten. Send it to me. And Jackie Boy had his hands out ready mm. and
and Tommy Starling. God love Tommy Starling. I do Starling. like that kid, the, guy, the Star- number 14 the off the moustache. bench. Did you see his hit on, what's their big prop, Taki Aho? Yeah. is charging at him full tilt. So you've got a four foot two. Taki Aho. Four foot two hooker. Takiyahu runs at him and he picks him up and dumps him on his back. It was amazing. Oh, Tommy Starling, he, they, they're saying he should have been a weightlifter. But I think the telling, the telling image was that... Papa re- ran through. I'm, what, I'm what ready th- for my close-up, Mr DeMille, <laughs> and he's now in line for an actor award. I'm talking about Josh Morris. Oh, my hello, hello. That was astonishing. And he and was the, pinged straight the, away, doesn't no, he? No, he wasn't. He got the penalty. He got the penalty. He got the penalty in that challenge. Klein bought the ruse. I think, I think fans it knew it. It was Sutton. We, it was knew, Sutton, it. we but, knew it, though, didn't we? Rapina ran in and was just going, sorry, challenge, 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 challenge. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was all over it saying, so, I did not. Like, I stood my ground. I'm allowed yeah, to stand my ground. Yeah. And he called it an escort. An escort is generally a third player yeah. who's escorting yeah. someone away. You away. can't escort someone and, away and, and, and from in, and in the world of, of Cameron Smith, <sighs> he would have won that. Oh, easily. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And I was going, oh, no. It won. Not only did he get hit in the beak, he's getting, he got penalised. They're going to get away with it. You, it was shocking. It you, was shocking. You, you just said, Stephen, we all knew that. I, I just need to point out again, I was at the cricket ground. Of course. You, you can't see a thing. Can't see a damn thing. You cannot see <laughs> a thing. Misty night. Not yeah. quite an atmospheric as like art. They're all, it's all just colour and movement. And they're about with, 500 metres yeah, away. With, right. with Big Papa's tribe, Tommy Starling gave him the ball. <laughs> and you could hear on the – obviously, I've watched it a few times, as I mentioned before um, – you could hear Jerry Sutton going, Mitch Orbison, you're offside. Orbison out of the play. Orbison out of the play. So that to the and thinking so player. Has yeah. just, so Papa has just run straight yeah. at Mitch Orbison, who's had to stand out That's of the way. That's not Big Pappy, of course. That's Big Papa. Big Pappy is a different, no, different big guy. Big Pappy is a different guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a former, <laughs> former Sydney rooster. Pornstar, right? Yeah. No, Papa's, nah. No, no, no. no, no. no, no it's Pure Canberra. clean skin. Come on. Pure clean skin, Papa. Uh, yeah. and Feet on the ground. And... Lindsay Collins stands there going, oh, I'm not going to make that. And then Tedesco, you can actually see Tedesco's oh, face damn. going, I'm the fullback, I'm going to cover her. God, he's big. Yeah, nah. Yeah, and just pulls <laughs> out. Small matter of the uh, um, goalpost there, but... By the way, I feel that he's doing the replay. Yeah. We've already, we're going, yeah, yeah. of course. And, and, <laughs> and of course, the, the try by, by, Phineas, oh, no. by Phineas or uh, Georgie Williams, who if, if you haven't seen Phineas and Ferb, look at Phineas and Ferb. Phineas is... George Williams. George Williams is Phineas. He runs off and he discards the angel Cameron, uh, not Cameron, Nathan, Jakey Friend. Jake Friend goes in the tackle with the wings up and he discards him with the left. And then Tedesco comes across and again discarded like rubbish right. and puts the ball down. But right. I will say about George Williams, oh. decent beak. But um, I, you failed to mention in the Papali try the, period, the point where Starling threw it three foot forward. No, he didn't. Didn't he? Oh, no, that's, no. Just a, that's just a Sydney Roosters conspiracy. <laughs> Parallax era. Sydney but, Roosters but, conspiracy. But I wouldn't have thought that was Josh Morris's go, that, that sort of... The diving. This, see, this is the corruption that creeps in when you're in the eastern suburbs, Roosters. You can hit, you, you he can wouldn't hit. have done it with the Dragons. He, he had integrity then. Six months ago, he never he heard... He sold his soul. Six months Who ago, he never heard the Kilimanjaro speech. No. Now, no. It's, now it's, he's completely it's hypnotised by the nonsense. He's yeah. made a mistake, though. He's, yeah. What he heard was... Boys, tomorrow's game day. On the game arm, day, the you act. On game up. day, you throw the arms up in the air and dive. Now, talking about music, you know, traditionally, you know, when Gus Gould walks through the smoke on the field, State of Origin, delivers the that great big... The oration. Oh, it's an yeah. incredible. Church Camera down on the ground, you know. I'm expecting something like that, Dennis. This is Origin. Yeah. Yeah, this is what Origin. about. Have you noticed all those other TV shows, what do they call The Bachelor and The Voice and The Master Chef? They it, all use Phil it, Gould. It's like Hans Zimmer. <laughs> Hans Zimmer in every action film you've ever heard yeah. all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All that shit. And you're going, yep. they're baking a cake. I know. You know? I know. What's going on there? They're, they're going to dump a, a, a guy or girl on <laughs> they've TV. Got a, yeah. They've got a rose. There's a rose. No, well, it's, it, it's, it's, it's manipulating your emotions, Stephen. I would have thought you being in the music game would know that. We see through this, Chris. Yeah, okay. We do. Can I, can I make two <laughs> observations about last Thursday night? Apart from it was actually quite chilly out there, wasn't it, Dennis? Uh, first of all, he I didn't feel it. I, I was in a. Here's some Canberra. I again, courtesy of I, I won't mention Stephen Gorry by name, but I was courtesy <laughs> of him. I disappointed, was, Chris. Well, I was in a corporate area. You're again. enjoying his hospitality, were you? This is right. So uh, I saw in quick succession rugby league identities: Brad Fittler, Lara Pitt, mm. Emma Lawrence, and uh, then Dennis. Hang on, Emma Lawrence? Did you say what? Emma Lawrence. So you yeah. celebrity? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And then, and then Dennis. And Dennis. But see, and, they, they were walking up calmly dressed in suits. <laughs> I was running up, sweating, yeah, carrying yeah, radio mics out of the rain. And, yeah, and, 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 yeah, and, and, honest. And, toiling. Toiling. Yeah. And, and it's in nobody's interest for me to mention Stephen Gorry's name. But no. Uh, 
it was a corporate area surrounded by corporate areas, yeah. and we were distinguished by one thing, Steve. Yeah, you had no Dinner, champagne. No catering. <laughs> no zero <laughs> catering. So and he... No hospitality. No hospitality at all. Did he offer it for you to bring your own? Um, uh, no. And was there a surcharge? No, no. But uh, you, you, were, you were able to walk out to the general area and buy a pipe. So okay. John Thank you, Andrew Collins. Was John Barillaro there saying, bring your own six-pack, get on it? And, <laughs> and let me tell you, around us, bento boxes, a oh, lot of good no, stuff. No, and no. this takes us back to 1994 where he also issued me an invitation to see How many years ago was that, Chris? 26. You're not counting. I am. No. Uh, <laughs> he, he invited me courtesy of Hello, his... Steve Gorry. Yes. Uh, with, you know, all the best to your family, uh, the SCG Trust and <laughs> yeah. your you know, friends, etc., etc. That's right. His former employer invited us out to a game at the Sydney Football Stadium, one of the outdoor boxes in the corporate area. And again, oh. every single box around us catered. Would you us, s- no oh, catering. Would you say that's his go? It's absolutely his go. <laughs> My work here is done. Because <laughs> you don't remember what the stadium was called in that era. In 1994? Uh, it was the Sydney Football Stadium. SFS, I said that. It was the Sydney Football yeah, Stadium. I said that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sydney football That's stadium. what it is. It always will be. And, 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 always will be. And, and I was, it's not there, though, at the moment, Dennis. What's, sorry, what's there? There's a hole. There's a big <laughs> hole. Yeah. And I have to say, when I'm, when I'm hungry... I get nostalgic. So I was very nostalgic on Thursday night. <laughs> 26 years of nostalgia. Right, so I remembered the, the incident from 26 years prior, but I also remembered that the last time that mm. the Canberra Raiders strode onto the Sydney Crew ground was the 1987 Grand Final, Stephen. Um, ah, how we remember that. So yeah. I don't because I was playing my trade in a band. Whereabouts were you? Uh, I think... Wollongong for me. Yeah, the, the, the big place in the North Wollongong, the North Wollongong Hotel. Was to it? be honest was with it? you, um, Dennis, I've, I've blanked the whole night because uh, we had tickets to see Michael Jackson at Parramatta mm-hmm. Stadium, 87, and I was convinced by our then uh, agent manager, whatever, what were they call them then? Booking uh, agent. Th- this Michael Jackson is a to fad. On Presario. Ethics. It's a fad. Ethics. You don't, you don't give up a gig. You've signed a quiz. I've signed a contract for, you know, pittance <laughs> to play in whoop whoop. You know, you can't go to see Michael Jackson. And we all went, oh, really? I suppose you better not. You know, this might have reflect badly on us. And we all gave our tickets away. Well, what I. What a dumb. I, I moved that word. Mum splashed out. Mum's a New Zealand farm girl. Not prone to splashing out. She splashed out for three of her sons. She bought us tickets on Anset, this package deal. Anset, fly up in the morning, get on a bus, go and have chow down somewhere, uh, bus to the stadium, watch reserve grade, watch oh, first Oh, not Michael grade. Jackson. No. <laughs> no. Then bus back to the airport and then we were on commercial flights back and it was free booze the whole day. Oh, and she bought us all Raiders jerseys days. as well. So by the time we got to reserve grade, I, I have not a lot of memory of what went no, on, no. except that Cliffy Lyons soul and heart touch gone. football. Oh, yeah. no, there was plenty of heart. There was yeah. plenty of soul. There's no vision or memory. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we sang. I still One thing I do remember is the memory started to come back. On the plane, we got the hostesses to give us colouring in pads and coloured pencils, and about six of us sat there hurriedly writing out the words the green machine a yes. hundred times. And it was coloured green. Handed it through the plane, yeah. and we had the whole plane... All, this is a Sunday night, so there's plenty of um, there's politicians, there's, there's staffers. The whole plane for about 20 minutes was going, We're bad and mean! The green machine! Chris, it was Chris, magnificent. You no, no, sorry. I just remember Kevin Ward <laughs> flying out from day. England. Lovely memory, though. Touching you up Fatty Vorton on shoulders. I was heading out to Michael Jackson, Stephen. And that, Firebrand. Yes, Fatty. That's right. Genuine <laughs> Firebrand. And uh, the reason I was heading out on the Saturday was I'd been on the Friday, mm. and we walked out of the ground and went mm. straight to the box office and said, we're up again, we're going again. Right. And what was interesting about going and seeing Michael Jackson was the bad tour. Where, where did he play? It's Paramount Paramount. Stadium. Right. The yeah. old stadium, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what was interesting about it was... Which we thought was, was the some, end of the earth. Was there something on the footy stadium when the cricket ground was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, there was no footy there stadium. There was no footy stadium. There was something on the cricket ground. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Noise complaints, probably. <laughs> when you see that show and you can get it... Uh, on a DVD, it, it's an amazing show. Mm. And, I mean, I know Michael Jackson, Vex topic, but it seems so spontaneous. But then when you saw it two nights in a row, you just Not saw so. the incredible rehearsal in it. Yeah. It's, it's, the tour is remembered for no other reason that Cheryl Coe is his backing singer. Yes. But the point where she, he does She's Out of My Life, yeah. right? And he kind That's of, where you cry, right? Well, he breaks down halfway through and yeah. he just goes, can I come down there? Right? <laughs> and they bring a girl out of the audience. Did you know that wasn't Beautiful. his real voice? <laughs> he put that on. Like Andy Warhol, they put oh, it on. Like Tiny Tim. Yeah, Really, yeah. he's a baritone. He yeah. just, he that had was a, their shtick. He had a healing balloon in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Can I come down there? Can I finish this segment off by saying um, Annesley has issued a, a blanket warning. He's not pointing fingers at anybody that there's a, a, a worrying new tackle that we don't think is so new. Um, he's called it the hanger. 
Yes. Where you've got blokes up top and one bloke comes down and takes out your kneecaps, basically. At an angle. At an angle. Yeah. Why is it called a hanger? Well, I think it's you're hanging around. I have a lot of trouble. Yes. It, it's well, like, well, no, they're hanging the guy up oh, and then he comes in defenseless. and shoves. It's like I have trouble getting my dry cleaning into my wardrobe because there are too many other hangers left there. It's like, yeah, a, yeah. It's like a hanger and then you hang them yeah. out to dry and bang. Yes. But it's had out of the names, isn't yeah, yeah. it? Was this the prowler? So it looks was like it, a prowler yeah, to me. Yeah. Was it the cannonball? And I think Melbourne were very good it, at prowlers. And Isaac Luke was good at the cannonball, coming in sideways, yeah. doing the ACL by, by bang, compacting bang, the yeah, knee yeah. into the side. Can I just say, and I think I've gone on Twitter on record as this, is that I just don't think, with the Eastern Suburbs Roosters, that four in a tackle is just not enough. The Sydney Roosters. Can we get more than four in a tackle, every tackle? Well, you can. You can. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what happened uh, with Josh Papali scoring that try. Mm. The only the, the, the first <laughs> no, none in a tackle. The, the first tackler was was Jackie Boy Whiten. Got right on top is this, of him. You, is this and the fourth time we've heard this now? And, and then there was, there was like thirteen. Was, there was twelve players tackling yeah, Josh yeah. Papali. Just none of them had yeah. the Roosters jersey Piling on. But on. have we not have we not all noticed that they're essentially trying to get four in every tackle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that takes longer. Have we not noticed that's like Melbourne and it again? Means, it means they can have more time to unpack. Of course, and that's legitimate. Yes, yeah. because they're trying to avoid the oven bill. And, Come on. And, <laughs> and the interesting thing about all this is I think it's got Cameron Smith's fingerprints all, all over, over it. All over it. Because by reaching out to Annesley, he just goes, rebrand it, the yeah. hangar, yeah. and no, I'll just no. go... It's not our go. Sure, Prowler, yes. Yes. Sure, Cannibal, cannibal yes. yes. Sure. But we're not. Chicken wing, yes. Sure, chicken. But not the hangar. <laughs> yeah, That's no, got no. nothing to do with it. Is, is yeah. it possible that he might emulate Superman and go to the Roosters next year for one final year? Well. How about that? Honestly. Cameron Smith, you know, just, just because he's the devil. You he know, can. Here's a, here's a smoky for you. Yeah. Hello, Lindsay Collins. Bellamy and Smith to the Broncos. Oh. The ultimate prodigal oh. sons. Wow, that's interesting. Rescuing Queensland football. Well, let me so talk about if they're Bellamy. They're going to go anywhere. They well, should. They should go. Yeah. Where Bellamy played and where Cam Smith wanted to go, but they turned him away. And had they not signed Dave Ferner, they were going to have. We're talking about Canberra again. Yeah. They, he was going to go. He was going to go. <laughs> On that note, we'll come back in just a moment here. Fire up. <laughs> And now it's time for the latest instalment of The Life and Times of Gus Gould. It's a funny game, rugby league. It changes quickly, isn't it? It's a um, funny, funny, funny game. Yeah. <laughs> funny game. And that was the latest instalment of The Life and Times of Gus Gould. Quite Australians, we're back. Fire up. Here we are. And I think we're pretty fired up. We're pretty happy. Yeah? I'm a bullion right now. Yeah? Can't <laughs> wait for the song, Dennis, next week. Mount Kilimanjaro. Oh, yeah. The, the launch. The reveal. Do we have the lyrics written out? Is there any words yeah, yeah, transcribed? I do. Oh, yeah. Please send yeah. it. I'll send yeah, it to you. Come on. Oh, yeah. They're pretty inspiring. They'll stop you on the spot. Oh, You'll they're... be thinking about it all night long. Hey, can, you play, <laughs> can you play sitars? <laughs> I can have a go. Timbales? I think yeah, it's that yeah. sort of caper, don't you? Is it? Don't you think? Araga? Yeah. You want an oodle, maybe? Or do it to Toto. Correct me if I'm wrong, where is Kilimanjaro? Or a thumb Africa. piano. Hey? It's come, Africa. Come on, you know the song, exactly. Toto. But so just, just so where, does the, where does the sitar come into it? Well, <laughs> well, when I when I landed on Africa the first time and we hopped in a car, yeah. my mate who was from South Africa, yeah. the first song he played us was Toto's Africa. Can you merge oh. Toto with it? Yeah. Oh, I believe I can. There you go. <laughs> sure as Kilimanjaro uh, rises now does anybody remember like this a week? lupus above the Serengeti. Which is <laughs> geographically inaccurate, I believe. Uh, yeah, they're 200 miles away. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> Olympus is, of course, you know, well, it says like Olympus. It's a simile. Like Olympus, yeah. yeah. Uh, did I not hear this week that, uh, and I'm not sure the details, you can flesh me out here, that Craig Bellamy said he would run nude around a golf course, <laughs> the Twin Lakes golf course, yes. um, under some circumstances? Yes. If, if the Raiders beat the Storm. Uh, right. This, but this was, <clears throat> this happened in a Ricky Stewart press conference. He said, I've been on the phone to Craig Bellamy, and right. he said that he would, uh, if, if you know, you're not going to beat us four times, right. you beat us the fourth time, I'm going to run nude around Twin Towns. Uh, golf course, uh, which Craig Bellamy said, I don't, I never said that. Anyone who knows me knows he didn't uh, say that. It was anyone, a beat up, wasn't anyone it? Anyone who knows Ricky knows that he's made that <laughs> he up. He made it up. <laughs> he's a joker, isn't he? Oh, he he's a scallywag. He's got such a sense hey. of humour. Don't you love him? Don't you just love him? Yeah. <laughs> okay, enough of Canberra. One to you, Chris. <laughs> just a couple of things, Stephen. First of all, uh, we've got producer Pat joining us for this segment. And Pat, I want to apologise. Don't wave at me. Wave no, at the camera. Pat, you're there we go. And, and Pat, I want to apologise to you. I, uh, when we were talking about uh, Charlie Staines from Penrith, four tries on debut. Oh, yes. First one to do it since. And I thought it was 
Jordan Rankin from the Gold Coast Titans, and it was Jordan Atkins, and Pat was totally correct on that, and I just mm. want to publicly own my correct. mistake. Yeah, yeah. Pat has three years of rugby league, which he knows everything about. Yeah. Absolutely everything oh, about just those three, three years. years. Don't challenge. Is it three or four years? Uh, it's 05 to 08, but 06, I'm a bit spotty on. So. <laughs> I, 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 05, 07, 08. Why is that, Pat? Do not challenge him. Why are those years? It's your uh, age, I was 15, right? I was 15 yes. in 06, in so... Mm. Yeah. The testosterone. That's just starting to yeah. get uh, out of Puberty kicks in, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend called Garth who went on to manage Alice in Wonderland, of all things. Oh, yes, yes. And he is full bottle on late 90s NBA... Because he was fifteen. It's, it's just M- NBA, the basketball. Okay. It's just a, it's sort of a adolescent male thing. thing. When yeah, you yeah. when you go out with Garth, does he provide you hospitality? See, or <laughs> <laughs> see, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the opposite. I was interested as a kid, and then when the chasing girl phase came, yep. I lost interest really? to some degree. Yeah, GTK was more important to me than. The dragons at that point. Well, you obviously <laughs> haven't met Garth or well, you've met Pat. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and were the girls interested? Yes, I think they were, Chris. <laughs> there you go. You, 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 you should have found like something to satiate both needs. I should have, shouldn't I? Put the two together. Yeah, yeah. It just was not on. <laughs> now, one of the things that happened last week, Stephen, mm. was a discussion around the Lubinskis affair. Which was a, a, a this matter of Frank Sinatra, right? The, correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spy thrill from the nineteen forties. Uh, who else was there? Um, uh, Dean Martin, Dean Martin, Sammy yeah. Davis Jr. Yes, yes. Yeah, um, the other guy. There's always yeah. that other Probably, guy. Possibly Cary Grant and Alfred Hitchcock might have got involved as well. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, go on. And we won't go into huge detail now, but we've got former Manly Ringer Seagull Greg Cross, who played in seventy eight, seventy nine for Manly, joining right, us next yeah, week. Yeah. Uh, his brother and father both have rugby league stories. He was uh, he got in touch through the Fire Up Facebook page, which we yeah. want you to do. Yeah. We want you to get you to f- get your friends to subscribe to the podcast, please. You're talking to me and Stephen. No, I'm talking to the camera. <laughs> oh, the camera. Yeah. Sorry, I yeah. did. Yeah. And uh, that led to some discussion. We had uh, Craig Meyer give us a particular view of what happened. This was around Western Suburbs being docked a competition point because Lubinskis, who had played in reserve grade, <laughs> played illegal in first grade. Right, and then. Uh, Rick, well, Yabsley, who, who noticed that? Why would you notice that? Bullfrog Moore. Bull, oh, there, you go. there you go. And then Rick Yabsley got online. The, the, the culmination of this is we'll have Greg in the studio to take us through, yeah. and we may well speak yeah. to Mick Lubinskis about that. So we're really looking he forward to that. He exists still. We, the Mick Lubinskis. The, the real Lubinskis. Yes. Right. And, uh, okay, so are we going to ask the question about uh, when you felt most dudded? Yes. Is well, that right? Well, I, I thought what we do today is that Pat's got a segment ah. for us which are the expressions, Pat, if you want to describe what your segment is. Well, I'm a bit of a, uh, a, like a, a, bit of a train spotter with football, so I'll notice things that... that like Specifically little, 05 to 08 with yeah. a bit of a gap in 06. Uh, <laughs> so little, little, like little technical stuff that I'll notice that maybe some other people didn't notice. Yeah. Like, for instance, did you know Cameron Smith yeah. has the body of an accountant? <laughs> you noticed that? Goodness. How does he not have any injuries? <laughs> have you noticed anything about, for instance... I don't know, let's just pull a random name. Damien Cook. Damien Cook. I think he was oh, a beach, beach sprinter. sprinter. <laughs> beach sprinter. <laughs> and do you know it's a game of two halves? <laughs> it's a game of two halves. Oh, the best one is when there's a half of two halves. <laughs> yes. I, we I, had one of those. I've, I've been looking for a label for the Canterbury Bankstown Club. What would, oh. you, what would you describe them as? Let's not go down the dirty path. You're, you're, you're looking for family club, maybe? The family, the family, family club. That's a great insight. And gee, they've, they've had trouble upholding that, haven't they? Oh, yeah. By the way... I don't know about your family, but mine... Yeah, pretty close, is it? Mine's pretty happy. What else have you got for us, Pat? On family, the Travojevic boys. Yes. They're really good guys. Are they? Are they? Yeah, and... the field. And they volunteer at junior football games. Is that right? Yeah, and Dennis, you're a Canberra fan. Oh, hang on, Pat. Before you get off the Travojevic's... The third Travoyevich is better oh, than the other. Oh, Dan Travoyevich, yes. <laughs> yes. Haven't the Morris kitties got more kitties? <laughs> that's like uh, the third Goodwin. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's, uh, <laughs> the third, the he's third not Lord, he's, he's Duke. He's to a third triplet. That'd be quite a <laughs> uh, medical miracle. What else? Uh, Dennis, yeah, you're a uh, Raiders fan. Chris, you're a Balmain fan. Do you know they played in the 89 Grand Final? Is that right? <laughs> Nonsense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Went to extra time, actually. <laughs> wow. By the way, this is something you probably you guys have never considered. If there's a bad call, like, for example, poor old Bailey Simonson being sin-binned off the bunker call against the Storms two weeks ago, could you imagine if that happened in a grand final? Can you oh, imagine? Oh, imagine that I mean, in a grand final. One of those silly things decided a grand final. Imagine that. One day it'll imagine happen. That. One day it'll happen. <laughs> Speaking of uh, 
So how are they contributing? People are asked to contribute. So via, what we want people to yeah. say, what are the expressions? Get on yeah. Facebook, message us or on Twitter. What are the things that the concepts that should be retired from rugby league? Mm. Like so for, these are beyond cliche. Yeah. So, so we don't want celebratory great cliches. We want the ones that are duds and get go. them out the door. Like, go, I yeah. want to be able to do a broadcast mm. about Billy Slater and not reference the fact that he was a Track former jockey. jockey yeah. Well, right. when? <laughs> <laughs> Who for? <laughs> I want to be able to talk about... Yeah. Rugby League and Papua New Guinea yeah. without pointing out <gasps> no. that it's the national sport no, it's of not. Papua New Guinea. <laughs> Enjoy a Benji Marshall game without knowing that he uh, won a grand final. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and that pass, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to I talk about what happens to Anthony Seabold and not say, right now he has the full support of the board and have to go on and say, but whenever you have the full support of the board, you don't <laughs> have the full no. support of the board. Well, does he, has he lost the, the dressing room, though? Has he lost the dressing room? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want to hear the word resilience ever again because no, every no, club is trying no. to appropriate resilience. Yeah. I don't want to hear a red-haired rugby league player described as a firebrand. Fire didn't it used to be bluey? <laughs> Way back in the day, blood nut <laughs> ginger, bring it back. And sauce. Louis okay on the sauce, yeah. And finally, for me, yeah. I never, ever, ever want to hear again in a discussion about our great game if South Sydney's going good. The game is going good. Or what about never before, never again? <laughs> well, <laughs> certainly retire that one. No, I'm happy to hear that because it never will happen again. <laughs> it won't happen again. Exactly, Chris. There's a, um, there's a little bit of a cheat for those cliches if they're on a, a Matt Nabel promo. Then it's time to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor man. Boy. Uh, so um, I think we're, we're almost there, aren't we, Stephen? What have you got? I think so. I'm looking here. Oh, because we were celebrating Men of Lee, a fundraiser on the weekend. Oh, uh, yes. Best try celebrations. And there were a few interesting ones, wasn't there? There was... Well, there was a controversial one. We well, did discuss this a few weeks ago, that the uh, the Raiders with the... the, the Bowling ball and the yeah. ten Cling. pins and the yeah, yeah. Mark McClendon. Yeah. There was Mark McClendon. There's yeah. a scratch in the record. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one of the betting organisations is saying they'll donate to Men of League if they can reinstitute the post try celebrations, which is a thing that at various times rulemakers try to extinguish. Right. Yeah. Now, amongst the images, apart from Billy Burns's uh, tackle. And Josh Morris's acting performance. Woo. We've seen some images that are the grassroots of the celebrations. There was the Ponga Pierce smooch. Oh, yes, that was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I missed that one. Tell me about that one. Just just oh, a little just a little smooch. Just a little kiss on the, on the cheek after Ponga had scored one of his yeah. solo efforts. Corey Norman, that, that, that was this. not very good for COVID. But they're no, in the they're bubble. Clean. They're, 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 in the they're clean. They're in the clean. And Corey zone. Norman understood the clean versus dirty um, So spaces. he didn't jump the fence at the ironically named yeah. Wynn Stadium. Piggy Riddell famously jumped the fence and then applauded himself. There, there was some debate on the Sunday. Of the fact there was no one there because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wynn Stadium was so ironically named. There, yeah. there was some <laughs> cynical debate on the Sunday footage show that Corey Norman wouldn't have processed that and it was just coincidence that he didn't jump the fence. It could well have been, Chris. I would. But it always worries me. Like Every time I see that Piggy Riddell, for those who haven't seen it, he jumps the fence and claps himself. I think he's going to trip. You just think yeah, every time, I'm go. like, this is yeah. the time where he's going to mess it up. <laughs> Which reminds me of Bobcat Ryan scoring a try in his last game for Canterbury, and they had a Bobcat at the field. Right. As in, the, not not the wild animal, but the uh, the tool. The, I'm the trying to think thing. of the he big... He tried to climb up it. And, and, it, 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 and he slid on it, yeah. and it was just an ACL waiting to happen. Yeah, because <laughs> he's got boots. Boots aren't designed to well, climb he, up metal services. He doesn't need his ACL anymore. Who is the big chunky game coaching? where you can do it. <laughs> There's the one game where he can do his ACL in his last game. Isn't he coaching West Newcastle? Who will be? The big chunky Canterbury player who did the, the moonwalk after he scored a try. Oh, that would be Greg Eastwood, wouldn't it? Greg, Greg Eastwood, Eastwood yeah, yeah, straight after Michael Jackson Finished. died in honour of. Finished with the Jets. There you go. There was a Mark Riddell one against the Bulldogs where mm. he did the uh, the dance from the that oh, movie. The, the, the Little Shuffle. The Show Me the Money movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire did the dance yeah, 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 yeah. Luciana Lelua. And by the way, it's it's it, we talk about the Stefano Utukamanu, yeah. Poro Marcello Montoya, who dropped the ball cold against your yeah. guys to lead he to Corey Strike. He, he, he was double vision because he'd been knocked in a tackle. And, and he, St. George spotted that. Yeah, should, he that's right. the, <laughs> should he not have been off the field? Well, there was yes. two tackles previously and it was extra time and they went through clearly. And he caught the ball. It was just the wrong ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just put two together? Um, and I and I think that this is, you know, greatest celebrations and, you know, when you were dudded most of all, was that idiot, the brick with eyes, one of your blokes. Oh, right? that's Wasn't no. it? beautiful. When, when, I mean, the there was wheel. Nathan Blacklock, the greatest <laughs> celebratory player ever, I think. You know, I mean, I always waited for that sort of 
thingies yeah, the to double do. Double salt with chocolate. It's beautiful. Yeah. Tinger. Yeah. And there was the brick with eyes. Yeah, sticking after it to you. Cheating his way to a grand final. Sticking it to you. In 99, sticking it to us poorly by doing a cartwheel, which he couldn't even accomplish. Guess what, uh, Stephen? That really does. I was there. Uh, <laughs> I loved it. Lu- uh, Luciana yeah, Lelua, who scored a brace, he did the rock the baby yeah. on the second try because it's not natural yet. They're not thinking first try. Yeah. But I thought the most interesting one, and mm. I'm just starting, you know, we talked last week about the most evil ended in rugby league. <laughs> you know, the, the draw himself, Mr. Gigantism, Nathan Cleary scores, and then rifle yes. shoots in the sky. I think he was expressing his solidarity with the NRA. Uh, the maybe one, oh, one maybe nation, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe one yeah. nation. So he's trying to yeah. get funding off Fishers yeah. party. Fishers and shooters. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. trying yeah. to get watch, fun- I don't know. Watch him. Worries me. He's, is he a trumper? Well, there is, of course, the, the issue with post try celebrations is, you know, Corey Norman. It was the end of the game. They'd won. You can afford to celebrate. Yes, Luciano yeah. against the the Broncos. Premature. They'd won the game. No, yeah. they'd, they'd won the game before they even started. Like yeah, it was, yeah, a, yeah, and yeah, as yeah. I said to you before, there was no defence in that game. The Tigers didn't need it. The Broncos mm-hmm. didn't have it. So Luciano was fine. The risk is that you get to the Chris Sandow. Oh, yeah. You celebrate oh, yeah. either before you've scored or yes. you celebrate yeah. and try. Or you've got the, and it, I don't know if you remember the old game from the 19th century rugby, the famous Matt Dunning kicked a field goal to, to win a game, but they actually needed to win by five points That's to right. get into the finals. Didn't G.I. do and that? Kicked a field, no, G.I. missed the field goal, but missed Matt Dunning right. kicked the field goal. And went, yeah, he yeah. He didn't get it, he missed the field goal. And then oh. realised that they'd won the game but lost they did you did you know that um, Brian Fletcher did try celebration once? Yes, 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 yes. So I, let us know. Let us know on Facebook <laughs> where you'll see. I've juxtaposed the image of Nathan Cleary with Marv from Sin City, uh, and as one of our listeners pointed out, he also looks like Max Headroom. But if you go onto our <laughs> Facebook he page, off as Matt, the, Matt, the little Matt. boy from Mask, right? Yes, that's <laughs> right. And now he's morphed into something else. That's right. <laughs> go on our Facebook page or our Twitter mm. and say, "What's the expression you want retired from rugby league?" And we'll. Uh, Pick over those entrails next week when we have and Greg Cross on the show. Subscribe. And we won't Please ex- subscribe. And we won't accept Fire Up. No. Or I hate rugby league, but I love Fire Up. <laughs> exactly. No, we'll accept that. That's, we'll accept a, that's that. not going to be... The judges won't accept we're that. Keeping yeah. that. We're keeping that. <laughs> well, pretty soon that'll be the only one. <laughs> that'll be it. On that note, we say farewell. Quiet Australians. Let's we'll see what rugby league delivers this next coming week.